Hi, this is Dr. Marva Rosenberg with the Safaris of Image of a Girl fame, and I'd like to welcome you to the show, The Anatomy of a Hit, the show that will give you the inside story of a hit song from its birth to it reaching the charts. Today on The Anatomy of a Hit, we are featuring this number four song from Dell Vikings with their big doo-wop smash record, Come Go With Me. The Dell Vikings formed their group in the United States Air Force in 1955 at the Pittsburgh Air Force Base. Originally, the group was composed of six enlisted African-American airmen. One of the real problems was the disruption of the group. Why? Because all of the members were in the armed forces and the group constantly ran the risk of being disrupted by members being stationed to other places. This happened soon after the group formed. Two of its members, for example, were sent to Germany. They were replaced by a baritone David Lurchie in 1956, who was the first white member of the group. On the sound of Pittsburgh's show, David Lurchie reflects back how much being in the Dell Vikings meant to him. Listen. Original member Dave Lurchie remembers the impact of being part of a mixed group in the late 50s. I didn't even think of it at that time, what it meant. You know, it, it's, it really uh, chokes me up even today that I was privileged enough to be the first white man to sing with a group that charted a song. The other replacement was tenor Norman Wright, who took over the lead singing shorts. On that same show, Norman Wright reflects back how lucky he was to get transferred to Pittsburgh, which led to him becoming a member of the Dale Vikings. Pittsburgh became home to the guys only after original lead Norman Wright slept through station assignments. I was stationed in Amarillo, Texas. I slept through my assignment. I was supposed to be in headquarters to get my assignment. Everybody was going to Saudi Arabia, Japan, Alaska. I'm sitting up there asleep. So I go tacking across the quadrant and get over to assignment. He says, uh, you right? I said, yeah. We got Pittsburgh. Shortly after this, another member was transferred and replaced by Gus Backus, the group's second white member. So the Del Vikings became one of the first of few integrated doo-wop groups in the 50s who had several hits. As amateurs, they performed at the Non-Commissioned Officers Service Club on the Pittsburgh Air Force Base 
and various other places winning awards for their singing. How did they get their name? Well, there are several stories on how they got that name. Some say that the members had read of the history of the Vikings in an encyclopedia and liked the sound by adding Dell in front of it because it made the name more mysterious. Others claim that Clarence Quick, one of the founding members, had known a basketball team called the Vikings in Brooklyn and suggested the name. The Dell Vikings recorded a few songs as a demo and it was shopped around to various record companies who didn't seem interested. However, there was one tiny local outfit called Phoebe Records, which recognized Come Go With Me as a hit and had the Dell Vikings make a final recording in late 1956. The new recording session yielded a fully revised version of Come Go With Me backed by the quintet's own band, including their residential backup men, Joe Lopes, who later became a recording engineer for RCA, and Gene Upshaw on sax, with the lead sung by new member Norman Wright. The single released in late 1956 quickly outgrew Phoebe Records' ability to exploit it, and Joe Averbach, the owner of Phoebe Records, couldn't handle the demand, so he leased it to Dot Records. That version appeared early in 1957 and began a 31-week run on the charts, reaching number four on the pop charts and number three on the R&B charts during the spring and early summer. The A-side of the record was How Can I Find True Love? Let's hear a little of this side of the record. singer on that Pittsburgh show tells how Come Go With Me became the side that became a hit. All we heard for the first two weeks was How Can I Find Drew Love. Uh, barricaded DJ on the radio at that time. He says, let's flip this. Turn it over. Then they start playing Come Go With Me. Call me and tell me which one you like. Let's hear a portion of a rare recording of the Del Vikings singing Come Go With Me in a cappella with no instruments. Dum 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 be dooby dum 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 be dooby dum 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 be dooby dum wah 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 dum 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 be dooby dum 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 
Because of the hits, the Dell Vikings were asked to be on the Ed Sullivan Show, but because they were soldiers, the government said, first, you have to do some recruiting for us. Listen to Norman Wright explain the situation. Success and the government's ambition won them a spot on the Ed Sullivan Show on one condition. They had to help recruit servicemen in and around Pittsburgh. We got chastised. You can't do this no more. If you have to appear in this manner, you can't wear the uniform. So he stopped us from doing that. Two days later, if you have to wear it, you have to do recruiting for us. Now we're going around the area of Pittsburgh, Coriopolis, and doing our little shtick in, in schools. Now we got to induce these young men that think that they can, if they get a group together, they can be a Dell Vikings and they join the Air Force. There were a few covers of Come Go With Me. Let's hear a few. Dion, backed up by the Dell Satins, did a version of the song which reached number 48 on the charts in Beach Boys in 1978 did a version which reached number 18 in 1982. According to Al Jardine, another member of the Beach Boys, he requested Brian Wilson to contribute to the horn arrangement. Wilson devised it on the spot at Sunset Sound Recorders while dressed in a bathrobe. Here's a piece of trivia. The Quarrymen, a precursor to the Beatles, played Come Go With Me 
at a show at St. Peter's Church in Liverpool on July 6, 1957. This was the first time Paul McCartney heard John Lennon performing, and McCartney noticed how Lennon did not seem to know all the words to Come Go With Me. So he was ad-libbing, so instead of the phrase, Come and Go With Me, John substituted down to the penitentiary, (laughs) which he thought was clever. Anyway, after the set, McCartney impressed Lennon with his guitar and piano skills, and Lennon invited McCartney to join the band, later known as the Beatles. Bobby V did a rendition as well. The Dell Vikings were back in 1970 with a near-original lineup of Clarence Quick, Crip Johnson, Norman Wright, David Lurchie, and William Blakely. The group re-recorded a new version of Come Go With Me for Skepter Records. It made the bubbling under the Hot 100 chart in 1973 and reached number 32 on the easy listening charts. Listen. Dum, 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 dum. Now, the Dell Vikings had a second top ten hit in 1957. Do you remember this one? Yes, it's Whispering Bells with Crip Johnson singing the lead vocals. Whispering Bells reached number five on the U.S. charts. 
The song was also featured in the 1986 film Stand By Me. Clarence Quick, who was the bass vocalist in the group, wrote the song. RememberThenRadio.com All oldies, all the time. Remember Then Radio, the soundtrack of our lives. Playing all the oldies, all that you can't rely. We are your best companion every single night and day. So join us for sweet memories that will surely come your way. There were a few covers of Whispering Bells. Let's hear a few. This was just jamming at a party. Here is Dion's version of Whispering Bells. I got reunion here with, uh, you know, do an old favorite for you. I need some bass.
Did a really great job in their version. Ding 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 But during this time, things really got messed up. Their new manager, Alan Strauss, who was also the legal representative for the airbase where they were stationed, noticed a major flaw in the group's original contract with Phoebe Records, which was the beginning of the end. Why do we say that? He noticed that all of the members were under 21 at the time the contract was signed, except Crip Johnson. So under the direction of their manager, Alan Strauss, he claimed that the contract was illegal and left Dot Records to record on Mercury Records. Crip Johnson, who was over 21 when he signed the contract, was still bound legally to Dot Records. So the Dell Vikings had two groups. One group with Crip Johnson on Dot Records called the Dell Vikings, Dell spelled D-E-L, and the other members who had been underage in 1956 were on Mercury Records and calling themselves the Dell Vikings, D-E-L-L. What a mess. <laughs> During all this splitting up of the group, the Dell Vikings had a third hit record in 1957. Do you remember this one? Yeah. I found me a new thrill I never found before. Oh my, now I found me a new thrill I never found before. When I show you, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh
Yes, the third hit in the same year with a different lead. Gus Backus, one of the Caucasian members, was the lead singer on Cool Shake. The song reached number 12 on the pop charts and number 9 on the R&B charts. Unfortunately, none of the Del Vikings group had a hit in the 1960s, and it was an end for the great integrated group who had three hit records with three different lead singers in the same year. Let's hear the first two big ones by the Del Vikings we talked about in its entirety. First, Come Go With Me, followed by Whispering Bells.
Dr. Marv Rosenberg of the Safaris. Hope you enjoyed the show. See you next time. Goodbye, everybody.